Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. I'm talking to you about the power of persuasion. Faith is a persuasion. Okay? You gotta understand something. Everything you see on earth began with words. Okay? Everything's a word. Everything was a word before it became a thing. Your words are really important. By the time we get done with this series, you'll understand how strong your words are. But I'm not going anywhere. Everything you see on the earth began with word. And God's words are the most powerful force of the universe today. Words are transmitters. Your words can transmit either faith or fear, one or the other. They're also capable of transmitting the faith of Jesus Christ. I want you to look at Hebrews 11.1. 1. We're going to look at it as our text. You're going to stay in this thing. If you please God with faith and everything you do with faith operates through faith, we have to understand what faith is. We've been there. We're kind of going back over it a little bit. It said faith. Now faith is. It must say now. If it ain't now, it ain't faith. If it's going to happen, if it's going to happen, you're in hope. Hope don't change nothing. Hope's a good waiter but a lousy performer. It doesn't perform the promises of God. So hope, you understand? Faith is now. Look, I'm going to tell you why, how this all starts. You see a bunch of people waiting for promises to come to pass that are not going to come to pass because they have not released faith. That's not God's fault. We've got to teach people what faith is. Okay? Because if you don't really know what faith is, you'll never know whether you released it or not. Can't quantify it. Don't know whether you're in it. He, you don't understand something about faith. Am I going too quick? Am I too loud? Okay, good. No, I'm just making sure. You're happy. You happy? Okay, good. I like it, I like it. I like it when he smiles at me. It makes me feel good. It does. So I'm just making sure you're getting it, okay? So if it please God with faith, there's a good anointing in here to teach. If you please God with faith, you receive the promises of God with faith, you protect yourself with faith, you need faith, you got to know what it is. How about this one? You obtain the promises of God with faith. How in the world do I know? So what am I, if I'm waiting and I'm not in faith, then what am I waiting for? Nothing. Nothing's going to change. So now we've got a problem. So how do I know whether I'm in it? I have to understand what faith is to know whether I'm in it or not. Does that make sense? If I don't know a minute or not, how do I know what I'm waiting for is coming to pass? Time doesn't change nothing, guys. Only faith does. Faith will change time. Faith will speed stuff up. I'm going to tell you something about faith right here and now. You ready for this? That Syrophoenician woman got God to change his mind with faith. She sped up time, went back, and he, she messed him up, man. Jesus said, I'm not giving this to you, lady. You better hear me. I'm talking real kind of stuff here. Mary figured it out. She said, be done to me according to your word. I don't understand how this can be. You know what? She conceived the word, and then she gave birth to the word. Mm-hmm. How do you like that one? She got the word, and then she gave birth to the word. <laughs> and he put flesh on and walked around. Praise be to God. Jesus, catch what I'm saying. This is what you got to say. I got to know whether I'm in faith because I can't quantify if I'm going to receive anything unless I know it is. So now faith is. Most people, most people got hope. And then you're taking hope and putting it in the place of faith, and faith only produces the promises. Hope doesn't produce nothing. Okay? Hope comes from the word, but faith, faith is what gets the promises of God to be obtained. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen by it. We understand the elders obtained a good report. By the faith, we understand it. Three. You got Hebrews 11, three? Come on. By it, we understand that the world was framed by the word of God. See it? Through faith, see it? 
See it? True faith, we understand that the world, see that? We understand the world was framed by the word of God. Okay, you ever, you ever see somebody framing a house? They put two by fours up and all of a sudden don't look like nothing and now all of a sudden you see the structure and the thing comes, well, how'd they do that? They use the material. You know what's funny about faith? You, you, you ever go on, a, you guys know what I'm saying, some of you guys that work in construction, you don't show up if there's no material on the job. Why? Can't make no money. What's the first thing a good contractor got? You got the material? If you don't got the material, you can't build nothing. Ain't wasting my time if I get there and there's no material. You got them boards? Praise God, I'll show up and go to work. But if you don't have the material, faith is the substance. It's the material. Amen? You got the material sitting on your lap. It's on your phone. You could create the world you want to live in with the Word of God. Now, I know what you're thinking. Well, they, you know, uh, I don't see people doing it. You think people know all this stuff? You know what I'm saying? They don't know all this stuff. That's why you stay in a good teaching pocket. You know what I mean? We don't have the, we don't have the you know, copyright on Revelation, but, you know, most people ain't talking like this. Challenge, well, you, let me tell you how you make it to next week. Yeah, I'll show you how you make it to next week. You use your faith and you overcome. Too much people in a church living defeated, Amen. trying to put patches on problems when God told you to take authority and use dominion. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they don't realize you're fighting a real devil. Don't talk about that. Well, too late. It's true, and you got to win. So we're going to learn how to stand in faith. Faith protects you, Ephesians 6. Lift up the shield of faith and quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. You got mental, you got mental darts coming at you all day? You need faith to overcome them things. So I say, well, you know, you're, oh, my God, you got, you're, you're, getting, you're getting, you know, spiritually, you're going through. Man, what you mean spiritually you're going through? Open, the word of, open your mouth and get the word of God coming out there. You spiritually overcome. You got to learn the principles to overcome. I mean, you're doing good, you know what I'm saying? But this is a real deal. Everybody's going through the same stuff. So how are you going to do You got to learn how to fight. Fight spiritually. You know what I'm saying? Run, run with your mouth open. You're speaking the word. Okay, you see that there? It said this through this faith, we understand the world was framed by the word of God. And this is the best. So that the things which are seen were not made of the things which do appear. Mm, what's that mean? The stuff you see was made with faith material. See it? The stuff you see was not made with the stuff that appears. So it was in faith that made it, and when it brought it in and over, it got there. How did it come into manifestation? Okay? So that's cool. So now we're talking tonight about persuasion because God's trying to persuade you. This is very important, okay? So now let's look at this just real, 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 real quick and real easy. But you pulled that in? Okay, here's what you're going to have to do. You're probably going to have to correct wrong beliefs before you can ever really get over into the place of faith that you need to. Okay? So one of the, one of the words gr translated unbelief can also mean failure to be persuaded. Okay? Failure to be persuaded. Okay? So here's two kinds of unbelief, let's say. There's probably hundreds of them, but let's just use two. Some doubt God's word because they don't know it. That's just ignorance. That's a, that's a rough word. I really don't like it. Just say we're unlearned on the subject. That's all. You know what I mean? They ain't running around with you ignorant. That sounds rude. You know what I mean? We're not ignorant. We're unlearned on the subject. I don't know something. I don't know it. If I don't know it, you know, it's kind of like, well, that's on me to learn it, but I don't know it. Well, help me. You know what I mean? I think like ignorant could be rough. You know, you're ignorant. I'm not ignorant. I just don't know. So if you tell me, give me a shot. So that's what we're going to do. So you see that? So I, maybe you don't know, and if you don't know, and you, the Bible says you perish for a lack of knowledge. So it's up to you to learn. That's why you come to church on Wednesday night. You come to learn. This unbelief is based on a lack of knowledge of the Word of God. Here's another type of unbelief. Write this down. Failure to be persuaded. And that's the one we're going to deal with tonight. If you have a failure to be persuaded, we're going to have problems. 
Because God's trying to persuade you to believe what he said. This will be the best season of your life. Amen? You're going to get faith figured out. Because faith is simply a belief. That's why you got to go back and listen to our podcast because people don't know what faith. Faith is simply your belief. Write this down. You're going to love this. I gave you this Sunday, but I don't remember what service it was in, so I'm going to give it to you tonight because you guys are, you guys are, you guys are good. If you, if you are, are labeled, or let's just say this, if you are, are, are a rejecter, you will be labeled an unbelief. Let me say it like this. If you are a rejecter of what you hear, you will be labeled an unbeliever. You understand that? On this subject. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? So if you go in there and say, I don't know if that's for me, guess what? You'll be labeled an unbeliever. Now, you understand that? Thomas stood there and said this. He said, I will not believe. You know what that means? He said, don't be faithless. So if you, get a, you become a rejecter, when you start hearing the word of God and reject it because you don't understand it, that's Mark chapter 4. Remember that? You want to see it? Go to Mark 4.14 real quick. Just write these down. We're going to make time. This will be good because it will be in your notes. You know what I mean? And then you can go back over these days. Mark 4.14 says, the sower sows the word. These are day by the wayside. Such as hear the word. Keep going. Okay? Such as hear the word. Yeah, the sower sows the word. Go. These are they by the wayside where the word is sown, but when they've heard the word, Satan comes immediately, and what takes, now Satan comes immediately and does what? I've told you this a hundred times, you better get this. Satan comes immediately and does what? Takes away the word of God that was sown where? In their heart. In the world, how in the world did the word of God get in your heart and the devil stole it? You rejected it. Why did you re- reject it? Matthew 13 says what? You don't understand it. And anyone who hears the word of the kingdom and understands it or not, then comes the evil one and takes away what was sown in their heart. So God puts the word in your heart, in your spirit, where you could produce. But if you reject what you hear, the enemy could come and take what you heard, and therefore you have to hear again because the faith you heard ain't doing you no good. That's why faith don't grow. Not before it's released. It'll grow after it's released because it'll. Here's where you want to know the grow process of faith after it's released. It doesn't even grow. It strengthens or weakens. Write that down. And I'm not on no pet peeve about this stuff, but I think people don't get, they get stuck with this grow and non-grow thing, and it messes everybody up because nobody does nothing. It makes you immobile. How much hearing do I got to do till I do something? Be a one-time hearer and go get miracles. You don't need to hear all day long. I remember we used to listen to it all night long, put things on your head. You got to keep hearing, brother. I got ornery one time. I said, well, how much hearing we got to do till we do something? They kicked me out of their meeting. <laughs> I went to promise keepers. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the promise keepers, guys, but well, they, were all, they were all getting mad. I went in there like a blaze. I went in there like, whoa, let's cast out devils, heal the sick, raise the dead. Hallelujah. They just wanted to have a meeting. They're like, calm down, bro. Calm. You're a little high octane for us. I went in there. I was like, I prayed in tongues for four hours today. I'm shot out. Let's go. Oh, I was gone, bro. You could pff, read the Bible. I was shot, I was shot out. I was so shot out, you wouldn't even be, man, people got mad. I got people offended just standing around them. I was offending people. I, was, I wasn't doing nothing. I was, just, I was lit. Like praying tongues for two hours and read the word. I was, like, I was like, hey, how you doing? Ready to go, you know? These people are like, well, praise God. Hallelujah, brother. How are you? I'm like, good. When are we going to do something, bro? Let's go do something. Y'all want to sit here, drink coffee, and just chill out and talk about what it was like in the 70s when you had the glory. 
Come on, man. You know, I was like, when do we, when do we go lay hands on the sick? When do we do that? I got kicked out of a nursing home because of that. I did. I got busted. Oh, I went to Worming by the Pines. They kicked me out. I thought the dude had a devil. I laid my hand on his head. He started moaning and groaning. I pushed him in the rocking chair. He kept coming back. I was like, I'll get it out sooner or later. They come by, sir, 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 um, sir, you, you, have, you cannot do that here. I'm like, I'm with the local church, bro. I went one way. We went to one aisle. We were anointing people with oil. We walked down the hall. Me and Rob and them guys. The dude started screaming. He was like, uh, he was, he was like catonic or something. He was gone, man. We're like, I said, lay hands on him. Let's give it a shot. I went in there laying hands on him. This dude started, whoa. I said, praise God, something's working. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. They're like, that guy ain't talked in six months. Talking now. Come on, man. Church wants to let you sit and settle. and st- You better not say nothing at work. Uh, come on. Come on. Use what you got. Give it away. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not picking on the church. God bless the church. We part of it. But you know what I'm saying. How much hearing you got to do to you do something? How much hearing till you release faith? How much hearing do you got? Well, just keep hearing. You'll get, you can get a miracle one day or you can get healed. No, no, no. You heard. The Roman. Look, you can't argue with me. Look, the woman with the issue of blood. She's a one-time hearer. The Roman centurion in eight, chapter 8 was he. He's a one-time hearer. He didn't even know it was the will of the Lord to heal his servant. Well, how's that one working? Oh, look at that one. He said, hey, I don't know if you will. He said, well, I will. I'll come to your house and lay hands on him. He said, don't worry about it. Just speak the word only. He said, I'm a man of authority. You say it, it's as good as being done. I believe it already. He understood he subjected himself to his authority. See what I'm saying? He's a one-time hearer. See what I'm saying? He said, you got great faith. So how much hearing you got to do? Here's the key. Remember this. Remember this. Write this down. You never had a faith problem. You had an abandoned problem. You abandoned beliefs. You had beliefs. They were formed from the word of God, and you stepped out on them a little bit, but you abandoned that belief because you probably looked at stuff that had nothing to do with faith and where faith works. You probably looked at some arena of sense to see whether it's happening. And you can't look to your sense to tell you whether it's working because it doesn't work in the sense realm. Faith don't work in the seen realm. It works in the unseen realm. And when faith shows up in the seen realm, it's finished. So faith in the seen realm just equals praise, really. Because once you see it, you will, the shouting starts. You know what I'm saying? So don't worry about it. It'll materialize, okay? But faith is a persuasion. One of the definitions I gave you is faith. Write this down. Faith is simply a belief, but faith is a persuasion and is a conviction based upon healing Hearing, sorry. Faith is a persuasion and is a conviction based upon hearing. You understand that? You hear it and you choose to make it a belief. If you are a rejecter of truth, faith doesn't do anything for you. Okay? We're going to work tonight. You ready to work? So if you hear it and go, I don't, boom. I'm going to tell you something about how fast does faith come. Romans 10, 17 said what? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Faith comes immediately as quick as you. What happens if you reject what you hear? Faith goes just as fast as you heard it. You can't stack it up. Ain't no doggy bag with this thing. You, you have to activate now. Faith is now. You, you, you getting this? Look at Mark 11, 23 and 24 real quick. 
You'll see it here. Remember he said, this is the law, this is the law of faith right here. I'm helping you. I'm, I'm chipping in. I'm chipping in just getting you to see it. You can see this 100 times and it'll sink in. Remember Mark 11, 22? Whosoever shall say into the mountain. See it? For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say into this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe whatsoever he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he says. That good? Not too fast? Boom. 24. Therefore I say unto you what things soever you desire when you pray, believe you receive them. When do I receive them? When do you receive them? What things soever you desire when you pray, when do you get it? Oh, okay, wait a minute. When you pray, believe you receive. Right now. Well, I'm waiting until I see it. Well, that's why you ain't in faith. You know, there's millions of people praying every day prayers that God is not going to answer because they're not in a position to receive it. Now, here's where I'm going to get in trouble, but I could care less. I've been in trouble all my life. Might as well just live in detention. Ready for this one? Every prayer you prayed more than once, somewhere along the line, unbelief was in it. I better sit real smooth here. You love me, right? Yeah. All right. Don't pick on me. Thanks, Dad. Therefore, I say to you, what things you desire... Whatsoever you desire when you pray, believe you receive them and you shall have them. What happens if I didn't believe I received when I prayed? Then I never released faith to get what I believed I received. Hebrews eleven six is the only thing that pleases God is faith. Don't go there. So if I never, because you know what it is? We didn't even know what faith was all about. Because now faith is the substance of these, hope for it, everything these. What's that mean? What's that mean? He shows you what the prayer of faith is here. He shows you how faith works. You want to see it? Go to, go to Mark eleven twenty. Go to Mark eleven twenty, please. You're doing great. He tells him here, Peter seen the fig tree dried up at the roots. He said, Jesus, that tree you cursed, it worked. He said, have the faith of God. What's the faith of God or the God kind of faith? Okay. Write this down. Come on, I love this. This is why you're here. You're my people. You're with me. This ain't we did bad, we did good. This is we're a team. I'll stay here for a week. I'll stay here to January 2020. I'll stay here January, February, March. I'll, stay, I'll, I'll preach faith. Look, man, God, God. I went to Oklahoma. I was preaching in Oklahoma. I went to Oklahoma City. I didn't tell you that. I didn't even tell you guys what happened. I went to Oklahoma City. I couldn't get out. Thank God for Jeannie. Jeannie got me home. Remember when the airplanes went all crazy? The Delta rep couldn't get me home. Jeannie got me home. I gave my cell phone to the lady behind the counter. It was a 20-year Delta lady. I said, Jeannie will get me home. She took the phone. She said, this lady did something. I don't know what she did, but you got a plane. You getting home. I said, praise be to God. Nobody else. I was practicing my golf swing. I was like, I'm going home. I'm going home. I'm going home. You people all four days in the airport. I said, I'm going home. Praise be to God. You know what happened in that experience? PL tried to come. I was in the gym chilling out on a treadmill, and I heard something, and God said, go to the room now. I got nervous, man. I had one of those experiences a long time. And God told me, said, kneel on the edge of the bed. I said, man, this is weird. I ain't kneeled on the edge of the bed in a long time. Had a little Otterman thing, you know. I kneeled on the bed. The power got hit me. I started vibrating. I was like, oh, my God. I wrote it in the Bible somewhere. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And the Lord spoke to me and said, you take the word of faith back to America. I didn't know it left. I didn't know it left. He said, that's your mission and your mandate. You teach my people faith. I said, you told Kenneth Hagin that. He said, I'm telling you that. 
You teach my people faith. I said, yes, I'm vibrating. I was like, yes, sir. Thought I was gonna die. <laughs> like right at the, he could have told me sell Dairy Queen ice cream right there. I would have been like, praise God. You want a cherry dip, butterscotch? How you want this thing? Because I'll do whatever. Because I'm nervous. It hit me, man. I was like, the word. I thought the people had faith. He said, bring it back to America. Preaching is. I'm preaching faith. I know what I'm telling you. I'm not trying to be weird. I'm just trust me. This stuff ain't faith. That's why it ain't working. It's got, God's not up there trying to, you know, I think you guys think God sits behind the decks and goes, hey, let me, let me, let me see. Oh, no, that, you ain't been that good. I don't think you should deserve it. Oh, no, you know, you were cussing last week. No, no, no. That ain't God. He's bound up. He needs, he wants to give you this. He gave you Jesus. Now he don't want to give you the money. Come on, man, stop. He gave you Jesus. Now he don't want to heal your body. Jesus is the one who healed your body for crying out loud. You're already healed. Just take what's yours. We got to understand how it operates. And I, Well, Pastor Chris, I don't see it. You ain't got to see it. Just believe it. I'll show you how to see it. And in the morning, now let me show you. This is the God kind of faith, okay? That's why I tell you this stuff because I'm helping you. I know what I'm saying because that bothered me. Faith, growth, and all that. I was like, well, when do we do stuff? Stop all that nonsense. Trust me. I'm accountable for everything I tell you, and I'm afraid of God. I ain't afraid of you. You don't scare me. The devil don't scare me neither. You know what I'm saying? God scared me, though, because he's the last one I'm going to see. Ain't going to be you or the devil. So get what I'm telling you. I ain't going to hurt people. I'm helping you. Praying prayers with no faith in them don't produce no results. And then people get mad at God because nobody told them. See, what's going to happen here is it's going to make you grow up because you're growing spiritually. Grow up to a spot where you're going to be like, I'm going to walk in faith, man. I'm going to walk in faith and learn what this stuff is. Now you get it. Mark eleven twenty. 20. Now this is when Jesus, see it up there? Jesus just got done cursing the fig tree. Can I help you? Jesus goes to a fig tree looking to eat figs on a tree that he said should not have figs on it. That is stupid. Are you paying attention to me? Look, I'll get in trouble in heaven. Listen to me. Why are you looking for a tree? I got a fig tree, right? I planted the thing at their house. It's there. The thing comes in bloom. I am not going to go looking for figs right now. There ain't none on the tree. Jesus is teaching the undeveloped side of faith. This is what he's doing. He's a master at teaching. He's like, Peter, let me show you something here. You're undeveloped just like that tree's undeveloped. And I need to get you developed in faith because until you get developed in faith, you ain't going to get the results you need. Watch this, kid. He goes to a tree looking for fruit on a tree that was not time. He cursed it. Peter said he withered away and died. Now, think of this. Theologically, they say they passed it once and seen it, and they passed it the next, and they seen it again. Who knows? Who cares? I'm not a theologian. I'm a faith guy. So here's the deal. Peter sees the tree withered away and dead and trips. And in the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots, and look at this. Boom. Keep going, 21. He said this. He said, that fig tree that thou hast cursed, Peter calling remembrance, said unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursed is withered away. See? He said, he's like, Jesus, you, you're on because it didn't look like the thing was dying. Here's the thing. You got to remember this. Write this down. It was dead the minute Jesus spoke it. Peter had to see it to believe it. Jesus believed it when he said it. Did you get that? They looking like if I took a tree and put the tree in the middle, if Jesus cursed that tree, if you would have put that tree and touched it, it would have felt alive, it would have smelled alive, it would have looked alive. Jesus like, that thing's dead. It don't look dead, but it's dead. Because when I said it, it killed it. 
You will see the effects of what I say, but guarantee you what I said is coming to pass. But if you would have pulled that tree out and stuck it in the middle of the road and said, is it dead? They'd be like, no, that thing looks alive, feels alive. Come on, you see it? Jesus said, I killed the thing from the inside out with the words in my mouth. Go slow. Let me show you what he said. Peter, calling and remembrance, said unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursed is withered away. Jesus said, no, duh. And Jesus said unto him, what? Have faith in God or have the God kind of faith. One translation reads better. It says, have the God kind of faith. You got that? Write that down. Say, have the, Jesus said, have the God kind of faith, right? Have the God kind of faith. If you got notes, right? Have the God kind of faith. I don't know about you, but I got a question. What in the world is the God kind of faith? See it? Well, then he goes to tell you in verse 23. You see it? Have the God kind of faith. Then he says, verily I say unto you, that whosoever, who's a whosoever? Look at your neighbor say, I'm a whosoever. You ain't got to be specially anointed. You ain't got to be this. You ain't got to go, I, I was lost for 30. I don't care about none of that mess. That whosoever shall say unto this, be thou, be thou, cast in the sea. Come on, right? Move your obstacles. Get your mouth moving. Cast in the sea and shall not doubt in his heart. Come on, there you go. Uh, maybe, my, maybe I'm doubting in my heart. Just don't get your heart and your mouth to differ. See it? Don't get your heart and your mouth to differ. We learned about that Sunday. Don't get, you got to get the connection. Because Romans 10.10 10 says what? Faith is two places. It's in the heart and in the mouth. Romans said what? It's in the heart and in the mouth. If you can get your heart to agree with your mouth, you can move a mountain. You understand it? I don't care what's in your head. You can have doubt in your head and faith in your mouth. Just don't let doubt get in your mouth. Because you get stinky thinking and then you get potty mouth. That's the problem with people. You know what I'm saying? Get stinking thinking. And then you, because see, here's the thing. You got to watch what comes out of your mouth. Because you understand, the Bible says that your mouth is like the pen of a ready writer writing upon the tablet of your heart. So your pen, your, your tongue is like a pen. It's writing. It's writing on your heart. So don't go saying goofy stuff. Be me over your words. That if thou shalt be cast in the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe whatsoever he says, he shall have whatsoever comes to pass. And shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said, you better underline that right there. But shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass. God didn't tell you to believe what he said. He said you need to start believing what you said. You missed a good place to shout. That went right over your head. I'm going to come back because I love you. You ready? God didn't tell you to believe what he said. You said you believe what you say. And the reason why you don't believe what you say is you talk two-sided out of your mouth. This is where you got to grow up. Say, I'm broke. Yeah, you broke and staying broke. Big mouth, stop saying you broke. Now, I'm not picking on you. I love you. I would say, Pastor Chris loves me. But you can't have your mouth talking one way, and then you want to be the person of faith the next minute. And don't you better stop lying. You, every time you lie, you devalue your future. I'm t- you you got to believe everything you say, you come out your mouth, it's coming to pass. When you start valuing your mouth, you'll start valuing your faith. That's why you can't say nothing. The more you stay in this thing, you'll be like, I ain't saying that. I'd rather say nothing than say something that's going to hurt my faith. It hurts my faith. You don't say nothing. Say, well, you can't, I can't afford that, Pastor. Don't say that. Just be quiet. Say, God will meet all my needs according to riches and glory. I'll get it later. You understand that? Stop talking sick. I'm sick. Yeah, you might, be, you might have symptoms and all that stuff, but don't you talk no sick. I'm not saying be in denial. Go to the doctor. Go do all that stuff. But he come out. He got a report. Say, I believe the report of the Lord. 
People think we're crazy talking like this. Well, what did Romans, what did Romans chapter 4 say? He said, God who quickeneth the dead and call those things that be not as though they were. That's how God thinks. He said, be like God. You, you know what your problem is? You're trying to be like your friends. Don't be like your friends. Be like God. Don't even be like your Christian friends. Be like God. Praise be to God. You know, your Christian friend, I'm sick, I'm broke, I'm messed up, I'm this, I'm that. Oh, this baby, 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 blah, 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 blah. I'm going to put a guy like to staple your mouth shut. Smile on your brother, let us love one another right now. Come on, you know what I'm saying? Come on, you know what I'm saying? You know, he's like, I don't like you, Pastor Chris. You picking on I ain't picking on you. Keep your mouth closed. Don't say nothing. Just stand there and bite your tongue. I got to say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. You've been working on this thing for six months, and you about to blow it with your mouth. Been believing God for this prosperity body working right, and they pressure. Here come pressure. Only reason why you got pressure is to rob your confession. You know why you got pressure? Don't think this fiery trial is a bit. It's coming to try your faith. Every test you went through is trying to test you to take your faith. I read something so good, I'm going to put it in my thing. I'll give it to you Sunday, but I'll give you guys early review and preview. God tested Abraham in this. Now, watch this. This is crazy. Remember when it says when God tested Abraham? I'll give it to you on Sunday. God tested Abraham in this. Now, we understand God doesn't give you a test to fail, but just what he did. He tested Abraham, and this was, this was my take on it. I don't like that word test because God doesn't leave accept or fail. But the test was not that he had a pass or fail with God because God already seen him where he needed to be. The test was could Abraham say in front of man what God told him to say. You better write that down. You didn't get that. You didn't get that. The test was not before God is can you say what God told you to say before man? Yeah, that's real good. It'll sink in. It ain't for God. It's can you say it in front of man? You know what I mean by that? Can you say it in the earth? You know you're scared sometimes to say what you believe around people because you don't want to look like a fool if it don't come to pass. But you ain't got to worry about what you say before people. And don't do it out of fear. Some people do it out of fear. They just talk something they don't believe and never see it, and then they hurt themselves. You believe it and speak it with boldness and confidence. You see what I'm saying? See, the test was not can Abraham say before God, I'm the father of many nations. The test was can you say it in front of yourself and everybody else when you got the pressure of life bearing down on you? Can you call yourself? Call yourself. Sarah, Abraham. She called him. Come out, man. Father of many nations. Come here. He called himself. Who are you? I'm Abraham. Who are you? He knew what he was saying. Joker ain't got no kids. Talking about your father of many nations. He ain't even got, he ain't even got, he ain't got one kid. You father, this dude stone, father of many nations. Can you say it even when the pressure's on? Because see, pressure tries to come and take your mouth. Yeah, it does. People want to run to the battle. You, if, if faith, come on, if faith can't move your mouth, it ain't going to move no mountain. Oh, my faith. Your faith ain't moving your mouth. It ain't going to move no mountain. You got to get your faith to move your mouth. My mouth don't want to talk sometimes. The things it's supposed to say, make it. That's what he said. So what's the God kind of faith? Whosoever shall say in the mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast to sea, shall not doubt in his heart. Doubt means what, guys? Differ. Don't get your heart and mouth messed up. You got to get your persuasions right. Okay? Be fully persuaded. Remember Romans 4? Remember that one? 
Go to Romans 4, 17, just real quick. You got, some, some of you ain't hearing. It's kind of like you got to backtrack. It's okay, though. I mean, you're here now, but you ain't not here on Sunday. That's why I need you on Sunday and Wednesday, or I need you going back and watching and listening. Because then we can just keep gaining time. So I say, well, you know, I don't know if I want to come all that church business. And then don't get nothing from God. I don't know if I want to come all that church. You made me go to church all the time. So what you, well, then get what you get. You got to get, get, get a good, I'm going to tell you right here now, you make time for what you prioritize. That ain't for everybody, that's for somebody. You know what I'm saying? I'm making money. You better keep that money. Don't forget the God that gave you the money. I know you got responsibility. I ain't picking on nobody. Listen, I love you, but sometimes that stuff's in the atmosphere and I smack it around a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, well, you know, you getting, you little, you little. No, 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 no. You better make time for God. You're accountable for this stuff. Okay, as it is written, I made thee the father of many nations before him. He even believed, even God, and quickened the dead and called those things to be not as they are. See it? Keep going. Got the back end of that? You're doing good, Kentucky. Go to 18. Boom. Who against hope? This joker didn't have no hope, but he still believed in hope. That he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken. Better remember that. He didn't believe what he thought. He believed what was spoken. See it? You got to believe what was spoken. Don't believe what you think about you. Believe what was spoken about you. You don't even know who you are until you find out what the word of God is going to be. All you live on is the memory of who you think you were. Man, you better get that. You know, most people, they got, this is the key. You, you believe the memory of who you were. You ain't you, you no more. There's what's been spoken about you is who you really are. You need to find people in life that are going to tell you what's been spoken about you and not what your performance look like. You know what I'm saying? Call me the things that the word of God said I am, not what you remember me to be. So shall thy seed be. Keep going. 19. You remember this, right? This is where the faith thing goes in. And being not weak in faith. So here's the thing. Faith is either weak or strong. I'm going to say something. You know what I think is really key to that? The power of the soul. Because if your soul is strong and can sustain you, your soul can tap into your spirit and carry over every promise that God gave you in your spiritual DNA. Most people's spirit is strong because... God is in their spirit, and you understand what I'm saying by that? But most people's soul is weak, and therefore they cannot maintain what God has spiritually given them. A strong man's spirit can sustain him through bodily pain and trouble, but a weak spirit, who can bear? You got to get spiritual strength because your soul's strong. You tap in. Being not weak in faith. So weak faith considers. Starts looking at the circumstances. Starts looking at the situation. Okay, great. 20. Weak faith staggers. Keep going. Staggers at the promises of God through unbelief. What's that mean? Unbelief's creeping in. How's unbelief creeping in? You're staggering at the promise. Did God really say he's going to do what he did? Come on, you know where all this stuff comes from. Taking too long, all this stuff. But, you know, but he was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Now keep going. You know this. I did this with you a little bit. And being what? He had full persuasion. Once he got fully persuasion that what he promised he could do, he did it. You see what I'm saying? So God's waiting for you to be fully persuaded. You know what I'm saying about that? So what's persuasion mean? You know what I'm saying? Because you got to remember something, man. Write this down. I got, I got a couple keys from you. So you either choose to be persuaded or not. That's up to you. You could be a rejecter for the rest of your life. Most people will be. Because they got unbelief. Remember Jesus showed up to do miracles and he couldn't do no work there? Why? Because their unbelief, they rejected his message. 
Jesus gets up in Luke, man, can I help you? Can you look at me? Everywhere Jesus went, he was trying to persuade people to believe that who he said he was, he was. He shows up in Luke 4, gets up in the scripture. Remember that? Spirit of the Lord's upon me for he's anointed me to preach God. Shut the book and said, this day that scripture has been fulfilled in your ear. People looked at him like he's crazy. Not persuaded. Eat my body, drink my blood. Half of Israel leaves him for crying out loud. 5,000 people left because they couldn't receive the message. It's, dude, just, dude, no, I'm trying to persuade you that I'm the son of God. I'm trying to get you to see who I am. He shows up there and he tries to do works and miracles and they said they, they rejected him. They, don't, they ain't receiving him. So when he, well, he could, could do no mighty work there, said what? A couple of miracles because of their unbelief. He's God for crying out loud. What you mean God couldn't do no work? He can't do nothing with unbelief. People are mad at God. Why don't God just do this? Because he can't. He can't. You better lose this sovereign thing. Oh, God just does what he wants to do, what he wants to do. No, no, right. God needs faith. If you got faith, he'll move. You say, what do you mean he'll move? I told you, the only thing I think sovereign is your gift. And certain things are Certain things are not on a timeline. The rapture, it's coming. You know what I'm saying? Like, Heaven and earth going away? Yeah, that's gone. It's happening. You can't you pray all day and believe. It ain't going to change. You understand what I'm saying? But promises come through your faith. You understand that? So you got to have some faith. That's why we learned about faith. See it? Did you get that? So when Abraham was fully persuaded God could promise what? Perform the promise. What did he get? He got the promise. That was Genesis 17. I'm El Shaddai. Remember that? Isaac showed up. Praise the Lord. So let me show you what he used. These are the vehicles. Oh, praise God. We got time. Ready? Okay. Here we go. Write these down. The Holy Spirit is the divine reminder of persuasion. I like that. I made that one up. <laughs> he's a divine reminder of truth. I kind of liked it. I, I tweaked it. I said he's the divine reminder of persuasion. He's trying to persuade you. That's why it brings things to your remembrance. You get that? Every time you start thinking something different, he starts reminding you who God is. Woo! God is constantly reminding us of his faithfulness. He wants to, remember John 14, 26? He said, I'll bring all things to your remembrance. Isn't that cool? Hey, you want to see it? Go to, go to, go to Hebrews 11, 11. Boy, you're going to like this, the hall of faith. You doing good? You like this? Is it helping you? Faith is simply a belief. God used faith and belief interchangeably all throughout the Bible. Matthew 9, 27, remember he said this? He said, do you believe blind men? What do you believe? And we want to see. He said, what do you want from me? He said, I want to see. He said, you believe I'm able to do this? They said, yes, we believe. He said, according to your faith, beat unto you. Thomas showed up and said, I don't believe. I choose not to believe. He was faith. He was, you know what he was labeled? Faithless, unbeliever. He said, don't be faithless, only believe. Jesus used faith and belief interchangeably all throughout the Bible. Does that make sense? So faith is simply what you believe. And what you believe is your faith. And if you've got faith, you have the exchange. Faith needs to be formed from the word of God. If faith is not formed from the word of God, it'll be formed from your flesh. If the word of God does not become the governing factor of your belief system, you will be governed by your flesh. Your flesh will tell you what you think, say, and do. It's flesh. You didn't know no better. You rejected the truth. Either you knew no better or you rejected the truth you heard. Beliefs need to be formed. From the word of God. If they're not formed from the word of God, where are they formed from? Your flesh. Reason. I don't think that about the Bible. You ain't qualified to think what you want to think. Read the Bible. You know what I'm saying? I got an opinion about the Bible, Bishop. Tell all your critics write a letter. I don't read none of that, man. I throw it in the garbage. 
Well, you're all open-minded. No, duh. No, I don't need to be open-minded. I renewed my mind to the Word of God. Amen? Why would I be open-minded? There ain't nothing open-minded about the Word of God. The Word of God rightly divides itself. I'm telling you the truth. See it? He's a reminder of persuasion. Watch this one. You ready for this one? You're going to like this. Eh? Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive the seed and was what? Delivered of a child when she was past age. Because she judged him faithful who promised. She laughed at him. Abraham and Sarah both laughed at him. They said, you crazy. I'm dead. He's there in a rocking chair laughing. The joker said we're going to have a kid. You're 100 years old, bro. He laughed at her. He said, you dead in the womb. You deader than a doornail. They laughed at God. They got in trouble for it. Y'all know the story. God said, you're going to have a promise. You're going to have a child. She said, ha, ha, ha. He said, I, they, they got caught laughing. They lied. Come on, guys. Then you know what happened, though? She looked back at God's faithfulness and produced a future position of faith because of God's past faithfulness because she judged him faithful who had promised. God's, write this down. God's character needs to be, God's character needs to be one of the greatest priorities of where your face is based. That's what he told you. God is not a man that he should lie. See, he based his promises on his character. When God could not swear by no greater, he swore by himself. So God's covenant was between God and Jesus because he couldn't find nobody greater than him, so he made a covenant with himself. That's why it's perfect. You see it? You understand that? You understand why he did that? I base my word based upon who I am, and the character of me stands behind it. So if you can't get to a place of faith because what you hear, God, what did he tell you? He said, by two immutable things. What was that? It was the oath and the promise. God don't lie. You understand what that means? That's how you know you can, you can trust God is what he's saying. How do you know this can be? You see it? You guys got it? How do you, you know what I'm saying? He said, well, how do I know you're going to be true about it? He said, because I put my name on it. And when God, because here's the thing, with a covenant, you know what happens with a covenant? The greater makes it with the lesser. You understand that? So when God showed up, he's like, man, I can't find nobody greater than me. So I'll cut it with myself. So he said, Abraham, go to bed. He put Abraham to bed because he wasn't a sweet story. He had to have a perfect covenant because if man's involved, it's going to be jacked up. So he said, you go to bed. And he said, God and Jesus cut a covenant that's perfect. No man can disannul. That means you can't screw it up. Because it's not tainted by man and man's faith. It's sealed in holiness of God. Perfect. You can't mess it up. You see, you understand it? So what did he say? He said, my character's on it. Every word in that book, my name's behind. And I don't lie. God is not a man. Numbers 23, 19. God is not a man, then he shall lie, nor the son of God, and needs to repent. Did he say it? He'll come make sure it comes to pass. He's God. Got to do it. Can't not do it. So what are we sweating? We're sweating the sense realm. We live too much in this thing, man. I know it's real. You live in it, you walk in it, but ain't nothing makes sense. Don't go to your senses to tell me whether it's working. Don't go to your emotions to tell me whether it's working. Don't even look, number one, don't look at changed circumstances to tell me whether this is working. Because circumstances ain't going to change right away. That's where most people pack, oh, it don't look like nothing's happening. Well, good, faith's working then. Faith works in the unseen realm. Faith works, faith, now faith is 
the substance of things hoped for. It's the of things not seen. So why are you looking in the seen realm to see if faith's working when it don't work in the seen realm, it works in an unseen realm? You don't see it? Good. That means faith's working. Yeah, because you start living like that, you live on the other side of the spectrum. Everybody's looking at, whoo, what's seen? What's seen is already temporal, and what's seen is already finished. But I could change temporal with supernatural material called faith. So what do you see? I don't want to live in the seen. I want to live in the unseen. Create a world in the unseen. That's the next, that's a fourth dimension. That's where faith works. In the dimension of the spirit. And it'll manifest in the earth. And when it manifests in the earth, then it's done. You don't have to have no hope or no help for stuff that you see in your hand. It's in your hand. That's what Romans was saying to you. What faith do you need for something you got? You don't need no faith for that. That's easy. You need faith for what you cannot see. So you got that? The Holy Spirit is the divine agent of persuasion. The Word of God, write this down. The Word of God is an instrument of persuasion. Is that okay? It'll persuade you. Is that okay? The Word of God will persuade you. What don't you know? Get the Word of God on it. It'll persuade you. I don't know if God really wants me rich. God said what? I'll meet all your needs according to my riches and glory. Proverbs said what? The, the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow. That's God's idea. You don't want it? Don't put no faith on it. But if he said he wants to make you rich, get rich. Get rich and give it away. Do your thing. I don't know if it's God's will for me to get healed. First Peter 2 says what? By his stripes you were healed. He did it through his covenant agreement. He healed your body. He delivered you. He set you free. I don't know if I want it. That's on you. But don't say it ain't there. It's for you. The word of God persuades me. Man, this thing can work out. Persuasion. Faith the Lord. Persuasion. The word of God persuades me. That's why he tells the children of Israel. He said, look, man, go down there. I gave you the land. It's yours. He's trying to persuade them to walk in the promises. What'd they do? We see giants. He said, man, stop looking at the giants and look at the blessing. They said, we can't see the blessing. The giants look too big. Caleb Caleb had a different spirit. He had the spirit of faith. He seen something nobody else seen. Cat's like, hey, I think we can do it. Let's do it. What is he operating in? He's operating in faith. What kind of faith? Faith that don't look at just what's seen, looks at the unseen and what can be accomplished. See what I'm saying? But here's the key. What do he get? It's your land. Take it. No, oh, you better get that. Access. You want to know what's crazy? Whatsoever you desire when you pray. Boy, you better get that one. You see what I'm saying? Because you got to remember this. Your desires are birthed in the soul. As long as your desires are lined up with spiritually God has given you access to, your desires are based on an emotional response. There's nothing wrong with that. But your emotional response of your desire is not going to produce anything until it gets into the realm of faith to materialize what you emotionally want to be responding to. And that's where the rubber meets the road because what happens is my emotional desires out of my soul are going to say, I see something that I want out of the word of God and I got to step out in this realm. You better be strong in your soulish man because if your soulish man ain't strong, you ain't going after it. No, most people you know don't ain't got no promises. They ain't going for it. They ain't strong enough to believe. They just live in status quo Christianity. As long as nothing's bad, everything's good. As long as I can just maintain life, I don't have to just, I just want to be on the easy street, and I just don't want no problems. 
So I just want to stay in my comfort zone and just chill until either he comes down in the cloud or I go up in the cloud and the cloud just let the cloud. You all got excited when they started that cloud business, like, ooh, the cloud? It wasn't the cloud you were looking for, okay? You thought it was it. It wasn't it. It's for your information, not your soul. And you're like, I don't even want to try no more. No, you got to dream again. You got to try. But see, here's the thing. I didn't know what faith was, so you live defeated. But now I know what faith is. Faith is my belief. Where are my beliefs formed? From the word of God. How do I get, how do I get my beliefs formed? From hearing. How do you get evidence? How's a judge get evidence? Witnesses. Well, you get a witness from the word. Out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let everything be established as a truth. Go get some scriptures. Get some scriptures that give you evidence to persuade yourself. See, here's the problem. People release. This is what they mess you up with. Now, pay attention. You can't say it until you believe it first. Write it down. Look at Romans 10.10. It's important. Everybody's saying, just say it, just say it, just say it. No, I don't say nothing. I heard Charles Capps say something one day. He said, I'd rather you sit in this thing for a minute before you open your mouth. He's got a God's honest truth. Because we, we are releasing premature beliefs, and they don't produce nothing. You know what I'm saying, man? You're going to start operating on the God kind of faith. You're going to you're gonna have to clean up your mouth. Because you got to believe what your words that you're saying. I t remember I told you Mark chapter 4? Mark chapter 4, verse 24. You don't have to go there. He said, take, don't go there. Take heed what you hear because the measure you hear it is the measure it's coming back. You know what that means? Take heed what you hear and the measure you value what you hear is the measure and value of what is coming back to you. Want to know what that is? If you value, you know what it is? You don't value your mouth if you don't value what you hear. Go to Mark 4.24. Let me see it. Thank please. You guys are doing great. I'm not, I'm not, you understand when I'm like this? I'm not ever disappointed with you. I'll tell you, I'll stay here all day. You understand what I'm saying? When I say go to Mark 4.24, I just want you to see it. I thought you, I, I thought you got this thing. You know what I'm saying? You do. You're smart. You guys are brilliant. You just got to go back sometimes and hear it again. Does that make sense? This is quick, man. This is like a download. Mark 4.24 is the whole kingdom of God, heaven, man. If you can figure out Mark chapter 4, you can figure out the whole Bible. He said, so where so is the word. That's that law of Genesis and the law of seed. What, what do you, let me ask you a question. What do you think, what kind of seed do you think you got if you got a faith message? You got a faith seed. God will produce, what, what happens if you think I talk, we had a prosperity conference. What do you think you're going to get? You're going to get prosperity seeds. We have a peace seed. What do you think you're going to get? Every time you hear the word of God, it will produce of itself. See it? So when you need a healing, it's going to manifest when we put it. Life is in the word. Man, I hope to God you realize how powerful that book is sitting on your lap. It's the only living book ever written. It's alive. My words are spirit and they are life. I know what you're thinking. What's the word of God going to do? My problems are so big. Your problems are so small compared to the word of God. Start opening your mouth and speak it at them. Stop running into, by, by, you run into battles with, you know, Swords and sticks. Run there with your mouth open and the word of God in it. Okay, could we read Mark chapter 4? Remember we talked about this? That's okay. Let's go back to it. It's good. Refresh Everybody with me? Give me like, can you give me five minutes? Take, and he said it, and then what? Take heed. What's that mean? Pay attention to what you hear. He's talking about Mark chapter 4. He said, you've been hearing the word. 
with what measure you meet it, it shall be measured to you. You know what that means? The value you place on what you hear is the value it's coming back. The Lord told me this a long time ago. Come on, I told you. He said, that's why people don't value what they speak. They don't value what they hear. Until you value what you heard, you don't care what you say. Once you value what you hear, you're going to value what you say. I ain't saying that. Because if that don't line up with what I heard, take heed what you hear. Come on, this. With what measure you meet, it shall be. See it? Come on, man. And you that hear, more shall be given. Keep going. So watch this. Do you believe the value of what you place on what you hear is going to determine the value of what comes out your mouth? Got it? I didn't say what I want to say. That's because you didn't value what you heard about what you're saying. So why is that so important? I got to believe the words of my mouth come to pass. You can't be speaking one thing over here and then one thing over there. If you don't believe it's going to come to pass what you say out your mouth, don't say it. See it? Now, here's the danger with the devil. He's going to use the words you don't even believe in. Jesus can only use the words you believe, but the devil will use all your words against you. That's Matthew all day long. Either make the tree good or his fruit good or his tree corrupt or his fruit corrupt. The tree is known by his fruit. Out of the abundance of the heart, let the mouth speak. Every idle word that comes out, by your words, you're justified, and by your words, you're condemned. Justified means just as if you never sinned. So if your mouth don't line up to justification, guess what you got? Condemnation out of your mouth. See it? You talk, it's a lo- Romans 8 and 1, therefore what? If any man, come on. Come on, you ready for this one? Watch this one, you ready for this? It says this one in Romans 8 and 1. You ready for this one? I got them, I got them together here, but Romans 8 and 1 says, There is there now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ has set me free from the law of sin and death. What do you mean the law of the spirit of life in Christ and the law of sin? There's two laws in the earth. They ain't leaving. The law of sin and death is still in the earth. The law of the spirit of life in Christ is here. Your mouth tells you which side you're on. But I'm a Christian. Yeah, well, look like one, talk like one, be like one. Let the words of your mouth identify you as one. Every time you don't identify, you're in the law. The law of the spirit of life in Christ and the law of sin and death. You can't produce in that law. He said there's no condemnation for you to walk after the spirit. But guess what? You trapped in the law by your words. The law of confession. I got news to you. Your actions line up with this thing too. Well, you know, I'm doing this over here. And I, uh, everybody like, oh, you know, we don't want to get tough on your actions. because oh, Come on, man. You better get tough on your actions. Your actions are lining you up in the law. We, we know we're not walking by words. We're not walking by it. No, 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 no. Look, 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 look. Look like a duck. Quack like a duck. Waddles in the water like a duck. It's a duck. You better look like a Christian, act like a Christian, talk like a Christian, have the character of a Christian. Every time you step out of the character of a Christian, you look like the earth. You put yourself under a law. Faith works by, faith works by two things. Two things. How do you release faith? I'm going to say right here now, you think, say, and do. You know, faith starts in your thinking. Did you know that? I could do exceedingly and abundantly above all you ask or think. Starts in your thinking. You got to get your thinking right. 
Get, you're starting to release faith in your thinking, you're saying, and you're doing. If your doing don't look like it's lining up with God's word, your doing's getting you in trouble. And everybody goes, well, you know, man. It's a, no, 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 no. Sin robs you of God consciousness. That's why it's bad. You don't have to get involved in all this mess. So don't, don't, don't line your life up where it doesn't need to be lined up. You know what I'm saying? Some people want to, well, God loves me. Yeah, no, duh. God loves everybody. God loves lost people. God loves everybody. Well, God still loves me. Yeah, I know he loves you, but he can't do nothing for you because until you get the principles right, God can't do jack. You got them locked up. Praise God, you're preaching real good, Pastor Good. Hallelujah, I know I am. Yeah, because you got them locked up. You can't, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to give. Well, that you broke your reward. Mm-hmm. I need Lindsay to help bail me out, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, praise be to God. What do you mean, broke my reward? I ain't gonna, you ain't going to tithe, broke your reward. How do you like it? I don't like it much, but then good. Become a giver. Very good. You know what I'm saying? You can't change the principles of Jesus. I got news for you. Ready for this? Jesus ain't changing his principles for nobody. I'll give you I'll give I'll give you a million million dollar nugget. I'll leave you, I'll let you go. Did you get that? We've got to look at Romans 10 10, but then we're gonna go. Okay? Don't go there yet. I got that up on the board. Look at me, get this. God ain't changing his principles for nobody. You wanna know why? Because only prideful people, only prideful people. See, I ain't I ain't I'm not prideful, nor am I arrogant. You understand me? I'm submitted more than you would even dream. Prideful people don't get nothing from God because they haven't humbled themselves to receive what he said. So you think you're going to get around his principles and get stuff from him? You're out of your mind. This church world is warped and whacked. They ain't get nothing from God because he's not changing his principles for no one. He said, you want in? You'd be like a little kid. You humble yourself. What do you mean you humble yourself? You have a willingness to yield, withdraw, and step away from your own opinion and take God's opinion upon yourself. That's humility. I don't have an opinion. I'm a man without an opinion. I don't have an opinion about nothing. You come in my office, tell me something, I have no opinion about you. I just tell you what the Word of God says. Well, don't you judge people? Nope. I haven't judged a person a day in my life, and I ain't about to start. Because I don't want to be judged. I just tell you what the Word says. Jesus did it. All he says about anybody is the Word. John the Baptist showed up. He was whacked. He's stuck in prison and he's got jailhouse religion. He don't even know if Jesus is the Christ anymore. And he said, who in the world do we go? Go ask him if we, you're the one who told me he's Jesus. Now you don't know, bro? I'd have punched him in his head. You're the one who seen him come. Remember, I would have been like, uh, excuse me, time out, John. Remember when he was at the lake and the dove landed on his shoulder? You're like, oh, here, behold, it's the Christ. Now you don't even know if he's Jesus? You might, you might need some kind of medicine, dude. Oh, you all don't remember the story? He come out of the world. Okay, let me be spiritual. Oh, thou Jesus, I'm not worthy to latch your little shoe. Oh, oh, behold, it's the Christ. Yay. Flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you. Like Peter, you understand it from the Spirit? John, you got this from the Spirit? I see the dove ascend. Now you don't know if he's God. Pressure. But pressure will jack your mouth up, man. Oh, you don't think pressure will jack your mouth up? You know, you know what's going to be the toughest case for you to overcome? Unfair treatment. 
This is not fair. I'm a Christian. Why am I going through this? Just see if we get your mouth to say something different. Hey, hey, you're preaching real good right now. Hey, hey, my, my life don't look like the word. Well, keep working it. It'll work itself out. See what I'm saying? Don't let it get you say nothing different. And he said, what? He said, I don't know if you, are, are you the one or do we look for another? <laughs> I don't know, punch him in his mouth. You know what you mean you don't know if you send two clowns to go ask Jesus if he's the Christ. If I was one of them dudes, I'd be like, bro, he should go ask Jesus if he's the Christ. He's the one who told him he was Christ. Now he don't know if he's Christ. Now he's got me going over here asking if he's the Christ. The dude's knocked out, shot out. That's my modern-day Bible story. Don't you think I should be teaching children stories about the Bible? Your kids are all come home like, dude, Jesus is jacked up. The guy, John's all messed up. I'm telling you straight up, though, this is like the one-on-one version. This is the best version of Jesus you ever heard. Crazy, sending me to ask him. So Jesus gets me, goes, he tells him, he gives you a tell, Ed. He's always giving tells. He said, What did you see and what did you hear? Go ask him, What did he see and what did he hear? Because God knows how faith is developed. It comes through your ears and your eyes. He said, What did he see and what did he hear? Man, he got the joker. He said, Would he come and see a reed shaking in the wind? He said, No, you come to see no greater of a prophet born in the womb than John. You'd be greater, though, if you become a believer. You know what he gets with, though? This is the best part of man. This will floor you. He has no opinion of him, even though he's a dud. He just said what the Bible said about him. You missed it. Come here. Stay with me. That ain't hard. He had no opinion of him. He quotes what Isaiah said about John. Did you come to see a reed shaking in the wind? No, you know, to see a prophet of... He had no opinion. He had no public opinion. The only thing Jesus said is what the word of God said. I got news for you. He has no opinion about you. All he says is what the word of God says about you. You get it? Did you catch it? Y'all jacked up, all messed up. He's like, hey, man of God. You're like, who are you talking to, bro? He just stays in that word. He can't come out of it. He's bound by it. Does God not work in reality? No, he calls those things that be not as though they were. He can't be leaving his law. He stays right in it. He never leaves it. Woo! Because the blood of Jesus doesn't take care of you, man. You get a revelation that that'll help you. Go to John ten ten. You got to go. What did I say? Romans ten ten. Sorry, John ten ten. You know what I mean? You know. What, now get this right. Say believe first, confess later. Believe. Ever say again. Believe first, confess later. Now look at this, Pastor Chris one on one. Look at me. I don't care how long it takes you to form a belief. Don't say nothing until it's formed. Doubt your doubts. Convince yourself. Until you're convinced, don't say none. Get it from every angle. Get it from every angle. I ain't saying no. I ain't releasing this thing till I know I got enough faith to stand in the thing. And it ain't about hearing and hearing and hearing. Believe it. Once you believe it, release beliefs. How do I know how to form a belief? From the Word of God. How many scriptures you need? How do I know? Get as many as you want. Google it for crying out loud. Get a hundred of them and sit there and write them down. And then when you got beliefs formed, say, the Lord will be cool with you. Do it like this. Go, Jesus, give me a couple days. I'm going to get this thing. Okay? And you put that belief in there. I'm believing for this. Give me something. I don't know. You're believing for money, right? Go get all that money scripture. Go get all those healing scripture. Go get those restorations. Sit on them. You know what 1 John 5, 14 and 15 says? This is the confidence we have in him that if we ask anything according to his word, we know he hears us. If I know he hears me, he's going to grant me the petition that which I ask. Keep it scriptural. 1 John 5, 14 15. It's scriptural. You understand that? Keep it scriptural. Keep it all scriptural. Because faith is your title deed. 
That's Hebrews 11, 1. 1 John 5, 14 and 15. This is the confidence we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, his will is his word. Put it up there, please. So you're pulling now. Start pulling, you mess me all up. Ed, you're doing it. Did you get it? You got that one? Get the word. 1 John. Come on, Kentucky. You're a little slow today. Your team lost, that's why. You're not slow. I love you. I had to give her a hard time. Her team lost. Man, did you see they lost? Number one team in the nation. You lost like Evansville, Indiana or something, man. That's bad. Calipari's all mad. They're like, dude, bro, you can't be number one in the nation and lose to that. And this is the, all you people from Indiana, relax. And this is the confidence that we have in him. What's the confidence you got in God? That if you ask anything according to his will, he hears me. What's his will? His word. Y'all know this stuff. I'm a pounding in you to get it. Till you spit it out backwards. I'm going to keep hitting you with it. And this, and if we know, number one question, mankind, does God really hear me only when you speak his word? You have no guarantee that God hears you unless you give him back his word. Isaiah 55, 11. Now, you can go and cry in God's presence. You can go ball and squall. Some of you got to stop crying in front of your friends. That's your problem. You're going to people who ain't got no answer trying to answer your questions. You ain't going to find it. Now, I understand you got to have compassion and love people. Go in there. And you can get, man, I got people. You can go scream at God in private. Okay, you understand that? But you better get scriptural when you want some promises to come to pass. Because he got he bound by his word. He got to have word. He can't. He has no access in the earth without words. God has no legal right into the earth without your words. Because Adam committed high treason. I mean, I'm teaching the word, bro. I'm going on TV global. America better get ready. Because I'm not going to sugarcoat nothing. Make a lot of money because I'm going to need it. <laughs> not me, you guys. I'm going to need that. You better. Get, you you better get going. Yeah, you too. Yeah, him, you, and Darth Vader over there. Praise the Lord. You got the Star Walker phone over there. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know. So what's your thing? Does he hear me? He hears you when you got his word. Gives you confidence. This is the confidence we have in him. You got it? So bring back the book. Isaiah 55, 11, This word will not turn void. It will accomplish therein where I sent it. See it? Say scriptural. So Romans 10, 10, you got to go home. I'll keep you all night. Gotta go there. You got it? Pulling it in. Faith is a belief. Where's my beliefs formed? Where's the word of God formed? Where's faith formed from the word of God? Got it? So I got to find the word of God to get faith. Faith comes by Romans 10, 17. And hearing what? You had faith for your job. Guess where that came from? You get it? You understand that? Go over there to the library. Can't you just start jacking around with stuff? Can't you just start throwing books all Oh, praise God, put the books where I feel like putting them. No, you can't do that. He'll flip out. See what I'm saying? Go to work. Go to work. He got, he got a bunch of stores. He's doing great. Can't go in there. I, I think I can fix cars today. Yeah, right. Okay, you got to follow procedure. Are you there? Where'd you get faith for work? Somebody told you something. You got beliefs. Where'd it come? Learn behaviors. That was good. You understand that? How'd you get these beliefs? Somebody formed them. Are you? Did you get what I just said? Somebody formed your belief system. Your job did. They'll, 
man, I had a guy work for, um, they've got the guy that works here for, for FedEx and UPS. I got the guy in there for a while. They, they figure it costs 40 grand to train somebody. That's why they qualify you so hard. They don't want to waste time. So that's why they put you through hoops because there's things. You see what I'm saying? For, for a procedure. They bring you in. What's the first thing they tell you? Here's how we do it here. What do you mean here's how you do it here? They're giving you beliefs. Beliefs about the company. Hello? Thank you. You've been using faith all your life. I'm going to get real ornery right here. You're going to like it. That's how some of you stood high all those years. You knew where to go. You had faith to find it. That'll help you. How that? Did that just help you right there? Say amen. That just that just hit a nerve. That's a good one, ain't it? You were using faith to get stoned. Okay, you didn't like it, but you get it on the ride home. That's crude. It's not really as crude as you think. You've been using faith all your life. You understand me? You understand me? Went to a job. They told you I'm gonna pay you in two weeks. Worked every day, and you're gonna get paid two weeks from now. If it looked shady, would you have showed up every day for two weeks before you got paid? No, why? You had faith to believe this company's gonna do what they say because it looked reputable. You had a, you've been persuaded to believe stuff all your life. Hello, hello, you're doing great, church. You persuasions. See it? Now, what's God trying to do? Persuade you to do what? Romans 10 10. For what the heart man believes in the righteousness and what the mouth confession is made into salvation. Right? Now, that's the wrong one. Romans 10 10. For what the heart, right? For what the heart, for what the heart, with the heart, with the heart, with the heart, with the heart. Where's your heart? Spirit man. First period three, four. Don't go there. Hidden man in the heart. Hidden man in the heart. Hidden man in the spirit. For what the heart man believeth unto righteousness. What's righteousness mean? Right standing with God. But I'm the maiden righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Yeah, but are you standing in righteousness on that subject you're talking about right now? Because if you say, well, I don't know about all that healing, guess what? You ain't going to know nothing about that healing. I don't know about God cast down. This is why people got mind, mind problems. I'm going to help you right here. The anointing's in here. I'm going to pray for people too. I might need like, Joe, you help me. Dennis, you help me a little bit. I'm going to pray for a couple people in here tonight. The reason why you got mind, I'm going to lock that mind problem thing off of you. The reason why some of you got mind problems is you don't know. Cast your cares upon the Lord. You're carrying this stuff get rid of it and lift the shield of faith and quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. You understand me? You understand me? You understand me? That's how you do it. It ain't easy. No duh. But I'll tell you what, if you'll do it, you'll win. I'm talking about you strong. Believe first, say later. And this is another thing. I'm going I'm to I'm tweak this because I don't like saying it isn't going to make you believe it. You understand that? Well, just keep saying it, brother. No, 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 no. Go get understanding. People perish for a lack of knowledge. Don't just say, uh, you don't go say, well, you know, I, 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 don't just say it till you believe it. Don't just say it, 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 say it. Saying stuff you don't believe doesn't produce nothing but unbelief. Believe it, then say it. Listen, stand up on your feet. If you've been dealing with this looseness in your mind and you feel like, man, Pastor Chris, I feel like, man, the anointing's on me or I'm pressured right now, get up and come down here right now. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. I don't need those hesitating people. Don't hesitate. If you're going to hesitate, son, just get up. Go. Run. 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 You say, you, you're tight. No, I'm not tight. Run down here. Lift your hands. Have them close your eyes. You're dealing with that stuff. Just run. Some of you, there's like 10 more people in here. You're not even listening to God. Get up and run. Lift your hands to heaven, close your eyes. Lift your hands to heaven, close your eyes. Lift your hands to heaven, close your eyes. Run. Run. Hey, Evan, help me too. You can help. 
Come on. Lift your hands to heaven. Close your eyes. Lift your hands to heaven. 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 Close your eyes. And get ready. And close your eyes. And close your eyes. And line them up so they don't do that. Like, put her on the end. Just ask her to go to the end. Because I don't want nobody to fall. If you fall, you fall. Somebody will catch you. I promise you that. But you, you better get ready. And then press right in. You say, what's going on? Well, I'm telling you what's going on. The Holy Ghost is here. Holy Spirit's here because he's, he knows that you've been carrying burdens you don't have to carry. Amen? And I'm not going to lay hands on nobody yet. I'll tell you when. And faith's going faith's gonna to roll. Faith's going to roll on the inside of And you need faith sometimes to believe God for the promises of heaven to come on you. Amen? You say, what is it, a mind pressure? I don't know what it is. But if you know you need hands laid upon you, get up out of your seat and come on. You say, I got body pressure. Get up out of your seat and run. Go meet God in the altar and let him touch you. This is a church tangibility and anointing is key. And stop thinking once you get down here. Don't think about nothing. You ain't got to think about nothing. Just receive. You're, this is not your moment to be doing anything but receiving. Let's receive it. Whatever hits you, just receive it. Whatever hits you, just receive it. Whatever hits you, just receive it. Just whatever hits you, just receive it. Just receive it. Just receive it. Just receive it. But you got to get hungry sometimes. There it goes. It'll get on you. See, there's a got that anointing that like that. Ah, it's going to break off of you stuff. Stuff's going to break off of you tonight. Hallelujah. Stuff's going to break off of you tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Such is going to break off you tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. You believe it? You believe it? Just receive it. Just receive it. There it is. There it is right there. There's the Holy Ghost. Right there. I just felt it shift the gear. Bam. You feel it? There it is. It's coming on you. It's coming on you. It's who's coming on me? The Holy Spirit's coming on you. The Holy Spirit's coming on you. That's who's coming on you. The Holy Spirit's coming on you. The Holy Spirit's coming on you. Watch. Bam. Watch him. He's, he's, he's awesome. He's what? Ready? Get ready. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just receive, no. Just receive. Don't think about nothing. Just receive. This next season is going to be best season. Watch. It'll happen. Just receive. And stay on the floor. You ain't got to get up quick. Watch this. Watch the anointing. Watch the anointing. God's healing your back. He's doing miracles in your body. He's doing miracles in your body. He's doing miracles in your body. He's healing your left side, right side. Left side, right side, right side, left side. Bam. Watch the power. Watch the power of God. Watch the healing power. Watch the healing power. Get her. You're good. Just go slow. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Knock the chairs out of the way. I don't care. Chairs are cheap. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Ah, ready? Bam. Watch the power of God. Get ready. It's going to lock you. Right there. There it is. Yeah. If you, right there. Bam. God's restoring you. Right now, he's doing some supernatural stuff. Don't, 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 don't worry about it. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. Give me your hands. He's going to do it. Close your eyes. You're saying, how in the world am I going to? He'll do it. It'll get better. Watch. Power of God in Jesus' name power of God in Jesus name it'll get better and God God will take you to another season of life you get ready make simple decisions you're going to see and God's going to take care of you no matter what I promise you that hey how's just power of God's in here get ready it's going to get stronger in here those ideas just broke off of you wrong ideas just broke off of you right there there's the power of God there's the power of God coming on you leave them on the floor as soon as you get there pow right there Hey, good. Help. There you go. Hey, Jesus. This next season is going to be easier. Amen. Amen. Let the anointing. Let the yeah. Let the now, now, now. Jesus name. Get ready. God brought you here for a reason. It's connectivity. No matter where you are, something's going to be imparted. 
because of your faithfulness. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let the anointing come on you. The anointing come on you. In Jesus' name. That's a strong gift. In Jesus' name. Let healing power flow on you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. That's the glory. That's the glory of God. That's the glory of God on her. That's the glory of God in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And don't get up quick. Thank, thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you, Lord, right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every mind assignment of the enemy, I break it off of you right now. Pain that's in your heart has got to go. Pain of the past has to be released off of you now in Jesus' name. God erase his memory of the pain of the past and let him walk in the promises of the future and let the word of God be the only thing that comes out of his mouth in every situation and circumstance, God. Because you got great things from favors on him and supernatural abilities hitting his life right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Go slow. Don't get up quick. I believe the anointing's in here. I don't know if I missed you. It's probably like four of you I missed. I didn't miss you because it was my idea. It was your idea. But if you're supposed to be down here, come down here now. Come down here now. I ain't there for everybody, but I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm apprehensive to leave. I've got apprehension. Yeah, cry. It's the safest place in the world to cry. The Holy Ghost didn't leave. He's still here. Jesus. He's here. Jesus, he's here. Hey! Now! Right now. If you're here, that's... That's for her. But if you're in here, close your eyes real quick. Amen? It's healing your body. Heal your back. Get up and do what you couldn't do for 20 years. You'll be able to do it. How in the world do you know that? Just lift your hands to heaven. If you're out there and you need to be here, just come real quick. If not, we're good. I don't know. I just felt like apprehensive. I feel apprehensive to leave. Is the anointing still lingering? I don't know what in the world you got going on, but come on. What do you care? Let Jesus do it. Come here. It's okay. I've come late. I've come late to the altar and got more than I've bargained for. I'll tell you that. I've been there. I gave a seed one time. I didn't even know what I was doing. Come on the end because I don't know who's around. Is that okay? So we ain't got the people around. What about that? Lift your hands to heaven. Don't be afraid. You ain't never. Be, you don't have to be afraid another day in your life. God's not scary, and this ain't scary. Watch this. Free. You're freeing up in your mind. Right there. Free. I should hit you. It's all the ghost. He's cool with people, man. He's cool. He knows. It's kind of. Sometimes people don't know what's going on, you know. Just lift your hands to heaven. Don't go nowhere real quick. Stay in the anointing. I promise you this. Let me tell you something right here now. I'm hitting atmospheres in people's lives for decades. Decades, man. People just. I'm, you understand what I mean by this? It's decades of teaching people have been indoctrinated with, and I'm blasting the thing. Like a saint, like a. You ever watch them break stuff like rock? You ever watch they stick dynamite in there? Boom! They blow it up and they just blast it and they keep breaking it until they break it and they break it and they break it and they break. Some of you got that. You've been indoctrinated with this stuff. Like, to not believe it works. I'm telling you, it works. It's got to work. It works all the time. It works every time. That's why the Holy Ghost backs it up. It works all the time, every time the same way, and you're going to start operating in it. And I don't care if it takes you a decade to figure it out, just stay in it. It works. Glory to God. Glory to God. You're going to win. I said you're going to win. Hallelujah. I know you know it. You're winners. Glory to God. You're winners. Amen. You can't lose it. Faith's to overcome the world, the Bible says. My faith's overcome the world. 
My faith's overcome the world. Glory to God. Your faith's overcome the world. Hallelujah. Just lift your hands to heaven. I don't know what's going on in here, but I know it's good. And I know what's going on in that camera. It's touching those people right there. Praise the Lord. It's good anointing in here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We believe it and we receive it. We believe it and we receive it. We believe it and we receive it. I ain't getting up quick. People getting delivered. People getting set free. People getting people getting people getting getting access back in their head. Access, what do you mean? Mental capacity again to, to think. Praise the Lord, Father. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you for these people in this church. And I thank you for the people watching. I thank you, Lord, the anointing is going to make a way no matter what. I thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost teaching us faith. I thank you Sunday we're going to come back in here, Lord, and learn more about faith. And I thank your glory show up. I got no agenda. I got no plan. I got nowhere to go. Whatever you want to do, God, you do it. But we got to come in here hungry. I don't, I don't, we, ain't, we don't play church. You got to come in here hungry. What you mean hungry? Like, God, you want to do what you want to do? Do it. I don't care. I care if I sling snot, ball squall, cry in the rug. I don't care about none of that stuff. You know, I was here about July or when I made that turn over there. I come back and cried like a baby on the floor. Luke said, you cry like a little girl. Dad, what was going on? I said, God got on me. You know what I mean? He, was, he didn't understand how to explain it. He's like, you look at you crying like a little girl. What happened to you? I said, God got on me. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That? I ain't ashamed of crying. Cry all day long. I'd rather cry with Jesus than cry in the earth forever. You know what I'm saying? He touched your heart. But you got to be open. See, I've been talking to the staff, willingness. Are you willing? God, re- the Lord rebuked me, man. He said, you're obedient. I'm obedient. Like, I'll do it. I'm not, I'm not going to do God asked me, you ain't willing. I said, you, you know, you're right. There's some things I'm not willing to do. There's some things I'm not willing to do because I like the things I like. I like comfort. You know what I mean? I was like, I like comfort. I ain't willing to do that. You willing to go do this? I don't know, man. There's some things I'm not willing to do. God said, when you work on your willingness, I'll work on the other stuff. I said, man, I'll get willing. I'll figure it out. I'll figure out how to get. And I got willing real quick. Kenneth Hagin said he got willing real quick. I knew what he meant. I'm willing. But let me tell you what, that's a heart commitment where you get willing and say, God, I'm all in. Whatever it is, I'm in. And then when you say it, you better mean it because he'll hold you to it. But man, guess what? That's your reward. I'm willing, God. And when you come willing and obedient, eat the good of the land. That's what the Bible said. That's why you guys are in the positions you're in. Just keep going higher in the glory. Amen. The Bible says you go from faith to faith to faith. Amen. Praise the Lord. You guys are, I'm telling you, listen to me. I'm going to stand up here so you can see me. You guys are doing fantastic. This is a lot of word, man. It's a lot of word over a little period of time. It's a lot of, I'm jamming in it, man, because I only got so many weeks. But I don't mean, that don't mean I'm going to disconnect just because the clock strikes whatever, 2020. I care less. We're going to press in this thing to you operate in it at a greater level. And then you can feel it. You feel it. It's going up. You're going up. Amen. So just lift your hands to heaven, thank the Lord, and you come back Sunday and get more. Father, we just thank you for each and every person here. Thank you that we're blessed. Thank you for keeping us and watching over us and blessing us, Lord. Thank you that we go from faith to faith to faith and glory to glory to glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Everybody said amen. Come on, greet your neighbor on the way out the door. You guys are doing fantastic. I'm proud of you, man. That's a lot of word. You're doing great. See you Sunday morning, 9 and 1030. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.